Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Today, we have a first on Brunch and Slay, which is really crazy after over 150 episodes. It's baffling to me that I have never had a pharmacist on this show. Can y'all believe it? I can't. But she's not just a pharmacist. She's a woman who is out here making change and who has turned heartache and devastation into something that she can use to help uplift women and our community. And I know you're going to love everything about Dr. Alicia Reed. But before you hear from her, I want to know if you have answered the call. Have you shared this episode on your favorite platform? Have you told a friend about it? And if you haven't done those things, today's the day. Raise your right hand and say, today I will share. I'm waiting. All right. Thank you. And if you didn't, shame on you, girl. I'm watching. God sees you. No, (laughs) just kidding. But no, thank you for your support. Uh, You know, I kind of alluded to having not alluded, I said it, we, we're having someone on the on the show who's a first and who is just doing some great things. And I want you guys to help me welcome to the show, the pharmacist, the success coach and the creator of Fly with Alicia, Dr. Alicia Reed. Hey, Alicia, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So you are a woman who is out here and destined for change and who is not afraid to pivot. Absolutely. I'm out here flying, girl. <laughs> now, let's let's back this thing up because people always want to know a little bit about the why. And I know that and this might be a little tough to talk about. So I hope that, you know, you know that I'm here to guide you through it. Um, you know, December 23rd, 2019, your life changed drastically. Yes. Um, woke up that morning, just like I always do, getting ready to go to work. And um, I didn't see my husband and I've you know, just kind of assumed that he was up uh, making coffee, uh, getting ready for the day. And uh, I went looking for him and I found that, found my husband deceased. So on that morning, um, I lost my husband and my best friend. And I'm sorry for that. And I know that things have, during that time, you already had a platform that you were pouring energy into and you were supporting women and, and doing some, some great stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had already built a brand. It was called Nola Bougie. And uh, the whole brand was about inspiring women to um, live their best lives by becoming the best versions of themselves. So I shared my entire life, my experiences, life with my son and my husband, you know, on this platform that was happy and bubbly and, you know, inspiring. And all of a sudden, my, you know, my world kind of came to a screeching halt. And it was like, you know, okay, well, where do I go from here? Like, what do I do? Who am I? And it was at that moment that I decided to fly, um, which is basically first love myself. And I wanted to talk to you about the transition, because I know a lot of times in business, we start out with one thing and we put a lot of time and energy into those things. And it either doesn't agree with us anymore. We evolve or times change and it's no longer relevant. And we uh, oftentimes struggle 
with pivoting into what our new calling is. What was that journey like for you? Well, I think for me, it was just, you know, all the reading and uh, the, the things that I read about grief. And, you know, once you grieve or you lose someone that you really are not the same. And, you know, it really resonated with me that at that particular moment that I was not the same person that I was before the loss of my husband. So, um, you know, immediately it was like, you know, I'm a different person. And, and, and in what way am I different? I mean, obviously I wasn't different in the physical sense. It was different emotionally. And uh, so for me, it was just like an immediate change where, you know, I, yes, I'm still this bougie person and I like nice things and I like to take care of myself, but it was more of a transformation for me. Um, I used the butterfly as, you know, just to signify, you know, that transformation of, you know, me flying into becoming my own. I mean, I'm a new, it's a completely uh, new journey for me, you know, to go from being a wife to a widow at 40, you know? So it was just like, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. So for me, it was just as if, you know, God was like, okay, this is where I need you to be. And I'm getting ready to move you into this direction. So it was very easy for me to, you know, make that transition. Now, I love that you share that, you know, you, it's a different identity, right? So everything that you had kind of branded yourself as being that person no longer existed. Right. And during that journey, you talk about how you discovered that you were lacking self-love, although you were the self-proclaimed, you know, bougie feminist and woman who was, you know, living her best life. There was still some a lack there. Right. You know, how did you identify that? Well, it was just because I started to realize that so many times we um, define ourselves by, you know, what we have or, you know, what we can do or, you know, what we own, what we wear. And at that moment, I realized that those things really didn't define who I was. And I also realized, you know, through the, through the help of therapy, I'm an advocate for uh, mental health, that oftentimes we use things to replace, you know, holes in our lives, like things that we, you know, that, that we need, you know, we're buying things, we're buying a new bag, we're buying a new clothes, we're buying all these things because we're trying to replace, you know, uh, fill a hole or fill a void in our lives. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And we all do it, whether it's eating, exercise, sex, you know, alcohol, drugs, there's always something there, some kind of lack and navigating and knowing how much is too much or how much is too little. I mean, you go from this platform to helping, not only, you could have easily said, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to focus on me. Right. And not elect to bring other people with you. Why was that even important? And why does that matter to you? Um, I believe that, you know, because of the platform that I had, because of, you know, uh, the message that I was sending out to women, I felt like I, you know, had that responsibility to bring my community, my village with me and to, you know, who, to let them know that, you know, this could be something that you're struggling with that, you know, we can, we can go on this journey together, that I'm not going to just do this on my own, that I can bring you along with me. And I thought, I thought it was very important. I mean, my followers um, were looking to me for guidance on things to do in the city and, you know, where to shop and, and, I just felt like I owed that to them and myself to, you know, show them how they could 
you know, love themselves, how they can, you know, seek out resources and, and help for the things that they were struggling with. And, you know, just also to let them know that I'm a human too, just like them, you know, social media, you know, is often guilty of just highlighting the happy times and the fun times in people's lives. And, you know, so many of us are thinking that we have to be this perfect person because of what we see on somebody's Instagram feed. I wanted to use my journey to show women, you know, that everything isn't always perfect. You know, I do have struggles. I did have um, things that I had to endure and move past in my life. And I believe that this, this is the time for me to share that with everyone. Yeah. And so how receptive have your initial followers been and have you gained new ones along the way? Um, I think for the most part, my followers, you know, have been very receptive. Um, I do feel, you know, the, the moment that I lost my husband, it was very, um, I realized how much my followers had become my family. You know, so many people reached out to me when I said, you know, you guys, I can't do this anymore. You know, this will be my last post as Nola Bougie. Everybody was like, you know, no, you can't. You know, we need you. And it was more of I think that, you know, people had become a part of my life and they wanted to see me continue to succeed and continue to inspire. And I realized that as much as I had inspired other people, that my followers had in turn been my inspiration, you know, my reason to keep going. And um, the support has been amazing. You know, um, obviously my demographics, my uh, audience did change a bit. You know, I did have um, younger girls who were following me to basically see what was going on in the city. You know, it was kind of like the, the, you know, the socialite and they were missing that. I had a couple reach out and ask me, Hey, when are you going to start doing the calendars again? And when are you, you know, and I had to let them know, you know, my life kind of changed so, you know, my platform is changing with me. And, you know, some people understood it. I mean, obviously you have people that come to you and follow you for certain reasons. And if that's not there anymore, then, you know, they 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 will leave and, and that's okay. But I've also picked up followers who are, you know, in love with what's going on right now and are finding information. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. So, and, and from this, you created an actual support group for widows. I did. I did. So I created a, a widows group and that was simply out of, um, after I lost my husband, I was looking for a place to go. Like how, you know, who could I talk to and, uh, you know, find out what's going on? What, you know, what do I do from here? And all of the groups that I found were f- women who had lost their husbands to like terminal illnesses. So it was like, you know, oh, well, my, um, my my husband you know, uh, passed because of cancer or they were um, elderly, like older women. I didn't I couldn't find any younger widows. So I wanted to just create a space where I could talk to other women. And um, unfortunately, the covid pandemic started. So when the covid pandemic started, I started seeing all of these posts from women who were losing their husbands. And I said, you know, and again, I'm going back to this, you know, it's my spiritual. I, I, I truly believe that everybody's on a journey and a path because of God. Yeah. And I said, this is what are the chances that, you know, I lose my husband in December. So when all of this started, I was kind of like three months in that I will be have be in a position to help another woman 
who had lost their husband. Like I had someone that reached out to me and she helped me. And I was like, you know, this is what I needed. So it was just out of that, out of that, at that moment, I created the group. And now I have about 40 women and it's not just black women. It's just, it's women of, you know, other races as well, but we all share a common bond. You know, we lost our husbands and, you know, it's just been amazing. Wow. That's remarkable. I mean, it's such a, and I, I kind of pause because that's so, that's so recent. It's so fresh. And to see how strong and resilient you've been and to even be thinking about other people, you know, you don't know until you're in the situation. And I agree with you. Oftentimes there, there are, there's a lack. Um, And then being only 40 years old. So I know you guys had plans. You never would have dreamed this in a million years. Oh, definitely. Right. And now you're here ushering other people through this, this time. And how is that helping you wake up every morning? Is that kind of feeding your soul? What it, is, it, feel like? it is. It is. Um, it. You know. It. It. I realized that the, the the grief journey. Uh, one of the things that I talk about the most is that there is no correct way to grieve. There's no right or, or wrong way. And most people think when you when you're grieving, you're supposed to be just stuck in the house and all black, not talking. You know, just crying every day. And for me, you know, it's it's I I'm it's a, a way for me to keep going. You know, my husband. Everyone who knew my husband knew him as just the the life of the party. And every day he was just living his life. So whereas, you know, he was living with no regrets. And I know that he would not want me at home, sad, crying. And, you know, he told me something that stuck with me forever. And it was like, if something should ever happen to me, I want you to miss me, but let me go. And when he told me that, I was like, wow. So every morning, you know, I get up, I post on social media, I say my affirmations and people are amazed. I'm like, oh my God, like, where do you find the strength? And the one thing I always say is, you know, a lot of people like to say, you know, you're strong, you're strong, you're strong. And I don't consider myself strong. I consider myself um, a survivor, you know? So like when I wake up every day, I'm surviving. I'm continuing to move on. You know, I have a four-year-old who's looking to me to continue, you know, to, to provide. More Brunch and Slay after this. When it comes to companies that I partner with, I'm intentional. I want to work with people and brands that have a heartbeat within their mission. Faraday has that. It's a brand fueled by purpose and optimism, which is very important to me. It's a family-run business making high-quality, sustainability-minded, feel-good fashions that I'm proud to wear. I wear them because of all the reasons I mentioned. They're built to last a lifetime and I mean, they look good, which is important. I mean, how can I brunch and slay without the proper fashion? So I'm happy to share my appreciation for all things Faraday with you. Right now, you can get 25% off of anything you purchase by listing and using the code BRUNCHSLAY. So head over to FaradayBrands.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brands b-r-a-n-d-s.com forward slash brunch and slay thank me later man wow <laughs> i mean i don't know I, i'm in awe of that because it literally the meditation i had last night you and i kind of talked and we're, and we're recording this guys in the middle of our second pandemic or the first pandemic right uh the black plight Mm-hmm. So you and I kind of talked about it, but last night, because I have been having trouble sleeping and I have been literally sad 
uh, and I haven't been able to shake it like I normally can. And so I've been searching for ways to bring positive energy into my life so that I don't continue to attract neg- negativity. And the meditation I listened to last night said, you're strong. You can get through this. And that's literally, I went to bed saying, you can get through this. You have gotten through this before. You will get through this. Just reassuring myself that pain will come. And I get what you're saying. And it's it resonates deeply with me because I have a five-year-old, right? And um, I know the plans my husband and I have made. So I feel you as a woman who has, like, right, you checked all the boxes. You've gone to school, right. you're married, you had a baby. And then, wow, you know? And for you to think of others, and then you are on this self-care discovery. So you have tips, you still share. So you got to, we're going to lighten it up because everybody could be oh, quiet. So share to me, like, give me three things that are your like go-to pick me up self-care things that we pr- probably could all practice right now. Well, I know for me, the first thing I like to do is when I wake up in the morning, I have to, you know, give myself an affirmation. So I look in the mirror and I say, you know, I am beautiful or I am. And, you know, and it's not just those affirmations that you're just like, oh, I am wonderful. I am free. It's like, I got to tell myself, you know, girl, you are that girl. You know, you did, you know, so it's like, I really tell myself and I, be, you know, that's something I believe, like, you know, I believe that I am, you know, like I say, I am Dr. Reed, you know, like I know who I am. Like, you know, you can't tell you. So that's the first thing. It's like, I give myself a little pep talk to, you know, to kind of get out the door. Um, I read a devotional every morning, you know, uh, I make sure I get, you know, get the word in. And I, it's it's a, a book that I use. I, I read Jesus Always. It's a very good book. I always share it. My followers look for it, put it in my stories. I'll sh- take a picture, share the passage. So I put that in there um, in the morning. And then, I mean, I just really just try to focus on what's important for the day. You know, um, I have so many things going on and my mind is all over the place. And it's just like, I just think about, okay, what do I need to do today? What is that one thing that I need to accomplish today? So then that way it's not like, okay, I got all this stuff that I haven't done. You know, I mean, as a mother, you know, like we get up and it's like, oh, we have to do this. We have to do that. We have to do that. Even as a wife, I was like, I have to do this. I have to do that. So it's just like, okay, today I am going to read a chapter in my book. (laughs) Like that's like, I have a to-do list that I shared that I made. And I just check off, if I could check off one of those things, I'm okay. You know, and it, I even have, did it, it, I asked myself a question, did you uplift another woman today? Because for me, I feel like if I can uplift someone else, that makes, I mean, that makes me feel better. And, you know, I, somebody will message me and say, you know, thank you for that. So that just, just for me, I just pouring into other people really helps me as well. Wow. So is this to-do list, is it a joy list? Is it one of those things like you check it off to bring joy to your day? I or? do. I do. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it keeps me focused. And it's more of like, did you pray? Did you meditate? You know, it's like, did you, uh, did you clean your face? You know, like, because I mean, for me, like, and then part of the journey is like, I'm still very into self-care. So, you know, I'm sharing, uh, I did a mass challenge last week with one of, uh, with a skincare brand, a local skincare brand. We all bought seven masks. Like it didn't matter what mask you used, but it was a sheet mask. And every day we wore a mask and it was just like, just something to do. You know, right now we're just, just small things that you can do to just take care of yourself. I put on like a little foot mask cause I haven't been getting a pedicure. So I want to, you know, I got to take care of my feet. So just anything that you could find to do to just bring yourself some joy or just a smile. I mean, I, I try to do that. 
especially when, you know, you have the news and everything else that's going on today. No, that's, that's, that's worse to live by. I think the little things too, because even with COVID, like there's so much that we just can't do. And so like, I've started to enjoy sitting on the patio, you know, with a glass of wine at sunset, which is like, just totally feeds my soul longer walks. And so you're right. Just working with what we have, but now you're on this minimalist journey. Cause I've seen you with oh, your yeah. Alicia Keys S photos out there. <laughs> right. So <laughs> that's bold by the way. So <laughs> tell, me, tell me about that. Cause I, a lot of us aren't ready. We're not ready to go bank up, make up right. free public on our platforms. <laughs> so this is the thing. And it's like, so for me, like minimalists, I've always like read it and you know, it looks so nice. The pictures look so nice. But for me, like I kind of was for, and I say I was forced into minimalism because uh, since I moved, uh, I've I've moved out of my house just to be closer to my parents. So I moved in with my parents and I kind of, well, I moved next door to them. And my dad's like, you're not bringing all that stuff over here. (laughs) You're not bringing all that stuff over here. You need to figure out what you need. You don't need all that. So I started thinking about, okay, what do I really need? And um, I looked at the items that I really needed. And that's all I took with me. And I said, you know, I can live off of this. And I started reading like this book and it talked about, you know, less is more. You know, we always hear about that. And for me, I created fly minimalism because, see, I, I, I can't do the whole, whole <laughs> minimalism. Like, no, I got I call it fly minimalism. So it's like the first love yourself and then minimalism. So it's like for me, I'm picking out the things that I need and like um, I want to be more conscious about what I'm using, more intentional. and you know. So that's my twist on it. So as far as like makeup, I don't need to wear makeup every day. Um, for one, we're not going anywhere. Two, I mean, I've realized that if I take care of my skin, that I don't really need to wear makeup. You know, as the years go on, I probably you need a little concealer here and there. But I've looked at my makeup bag and like, OK, I, I can simplify my makeup routine. So whereas, you know, I only need a tinted moisturizer. I only need lip gloss and you know I just need to do my eyebrows so just that's the steps that I'm taking um when it comes to minimalism I have a project that I'm getting ready to do and I'm kind of scared but it is from a book it's called project 333 and it's about finding 33 items to wear for three months so it's like you gotta go through your closet pull out 33 things now this is your clothes shoes accessories all of that and it can only be 33 things and that's all you get for three months so I'm working on that this weekend actually and I'm gonna only wear those things for uh 30 well it's supposed to be uh three months but I don't know if I'm gonna make it three months (laughs) you can do it I'm going to try but yes again the whole minimalism thing goes back to realizing that you don't your things you can't use the things to replace you know, what you, what you are uh, lacking, you know, like for me buying things sometimes, like when, you know, we talk about retail therapy, like really do, when you go buy things, what are you trying to, you know, what void are you trying to fill? Like, why do you need 10 shirts? Like, what, what is it that you, you know, you're trying to, to um, pacify or, you know, put a bandaid on. So that's the mindset that I'm in right now. It's more of, you know, I, so I'm not saying I'm not buying any, Gucci bags or, you know, Jimmy Choo's. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, you know, I'm evaluating my purchases and my spending and finding out, you know, is it because, is it something I really need or am I, you know, it's okay to treat yourself, but, you know, am I buying things to cover up some other thing that's going on in my life? 
So now that you've been at this for a minute and, you know, we know what the acronym for FLY is, but what does it mean to you at this point in your life? And we're in a new decade, right? New decade, new journey in your life. What is that? What do you see yourself as like as on this journey? What does FLY mean to you right now? For me, FLY was just really about being free and free to um, just express myself. You know, um, oftentimes we worry about... um, what people would think or what people would say. And I found myself really trying to, okay, well, I'm not going to say this because I might offend this person or, you know, I might not do this. So right now I'm flying. So it's like, I'm just, Hey, if I don't want to do this, I don't want to do it. Like most perfect example. We'll say, you know, I, I don't really want to go to this party tonight, but I'm gonna go because such and such is going to be upset or it's okay to say no. Like you are a grown individual, you know, you, you have your own mind. You can say, you know, I really don't want to go. I'm sorry. And it's just things like that, that I am doing. Like, I don't have, I, I don't want to go. I'm not, I don't feel, I don't feel like going or no, that's okay. I don't really want to do that. Or I don't really want to say that. No, I didn't really like that. So for me, it's about really, you know, using my voice and being okay with, expressing my feelings. And that's, that's what fly is to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm a new widow. You know, there are a lot of people that are expecting me to do certain things as a widow, but you know, I'm really living my life. Like I'm living my life. I'm being very intentional about my experiences and my interactions. And, you know, that's what fly is to me. Like I'm, I'm not wasting time. No, that's beautiful. And I can definitely say that 40 definitely gave me <laughs> yes. the gusto to say no. I, I literally told my sister, sister yesterday, I was like, no, I'm, I'm at the point to where I'm totally confident making no a complete sentence. I don't even give explanations. I don't try to spare feelings. No, I don't want to. Thanks. Just no, no. Uh, there's power in that, yeah. right? I'm like, even little kids do it. Why can't we do it? <laughs> my son told, has, can tell me no and no. He ain't explaining why. He No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. And so as you as you progress and you're healing and you're including, you are also coaching women and, and you're being a success coach and you're helping women along their journey. How do you help folks every day and what kind of services do you offer? Well, it's just just the advice and just, you know, a lot of women are coming to me just trying to figure out how do you do it? How do you uh, you know, how do you get up every day? How do you keep going? How 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 did you get to where you were before this even happened. Because for me, like I said before, losing my husband was not the only uh, event that I had in my life. So for me, coaching, I want to coach women through difficult life situations. You know, I have a history of domestic violence that I haven't even touched on, you know, that I've lived in a domestic violence relationship for eight years and I got out and I, you know, I've graduated from pharmacy school. You know, I had a career. So it's just all of those things that happened in my life. I continue to move through and they've all shaped and made me into the woman that I am today. So I am working. I want to work with women to help them realize, you know, who they are and what they can do and just try to be that person to, you know, help them achieve that success that they desire. You know, I don't call it life coaching. I call it success coaching. So, um, I'm just here to help them on that journey. So I, you know, any way that I can support, you know, other women, I will. No, that's, that's, fan- that's phenomenal. I mean, seriously, when we think about the behind the curtain and I love that you alluded to, 
you know, social media earlier and how we, we continue to see it as the, I guess what we want to see. Right. Mm -hmm. And we envision folks uh, and we think they have these lives that don't have pain or hurt and that's not real. And we don't know people's story and we don't know their victories or their wins and how they evolved to what we see now. Um, so sharing that I know is going to continue to heal you and many, especially since you are you know, creating this community of like-minded women. So as you progress on your journey and evolve, what vibes and prayers can we send your way? Um, just, I just ask that, you know, everyone just pray that I continue on my journey. Um, you know, that there will, I know that there will always be challenges and obstacles along the way and just continue to pray, um, that I, you know, draw strength from God and just keep going on that path and just keep, continue to follow the path that God has set out for me. You got it. Now this Saturday, you can brunch with anyone in the world dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? Ah, right now. I mean, it would be my husband. Like, I mean, I've, I got so much that I want to tell him. You know, like, you know, everything that's going on and just kind of, you know, it's, uh, it's, I I would want to brunch with him just to kind of talk about things and, uh, you know, just, I miss my best friend. Well, you know, I, I, I am cheering for you. Thank you. I'm so excited to know that we now have some, a pharmacist to the show, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. From NOLA, one of my most favorite cities in the United States of America. So the next time I am there, we must brunch and slay. Yes. 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 (laughs) Look, I was like, oh, mimosas and all, all, all of that. Yes. Yes. So I cannot thank you enough for being so vulnerable and sharing of yourself. And I just want you to know we're cheering for you. We are. We are truly vibing and praying for you as this journey. And we want you to keep touching the lives of women who need it right now. We are in this together. I want everybody to fly. Yes, I want everybody. I want everybody to fly too. I love that. So if you enjoyed this show as much as I've enjoyed chatting with Alicia here, Dr. Alicia Reed, make sure you share this and share with someone who it resonates with. If you're in NOLA and Louisiana, you go ahead and you share it because I know that she'll be having eventually pop-ups, meet-ups, yeah. the world gets back out there. Let's go ahead and pour some love and support her along this journey because it will come in waves. It will come in waves. Yes. Yeah. And, and I want you to remember no matter what, as, as, you're, as you are listening and you're battling and you're dealing with whatever obstacles that are in your life, just remember that if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brenton Flame. 